Welcome everyone again to the Bourbon Beginners Podcast. My name is Mike. I'm here with my fellow Bourbon Beginners, Jeff and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? Well, yourself? Great. Doing well. I'm ready to drink some booze with you guys. Good, good. It's about time. It's been a long time. It has been. As we go ahead. Since March, yeah, since March, according to the podcast that I know that we're on right now. That sounds terrible. We can, we can we, cut that out. There's such yeah. high demand. We need to really, we're going to start pumping yeah. these out for the people. Yeah. I'm not cutting that out. We, no, don't. We, we're going to give you the everyday person's review of a whiskey, uh, just as we do every episode. And then we typically see how it lines up with professionals in the industry to see if uh, our nose and palate are on point with uh, what others are getting for the profile of these whiskeys. Today, we have Blue Note Juke Joint Uncut and Unfiltered Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is 123.3 proof. Oh, my gosh. They're, yeah, so it's going to burn our faces off. There's no age statement, <clears throat> and I, there is no mash bill for it. I don't think overall, like finding these, I don't think it's an issue. I think they're not too difficult to find, um, but... I'm not positive on that, and they but and they're also not very expensive. You can get one now at Total Wine for uh, thirty three bucks. Hmm, pretty good. I think this one's a special special one, right? Right, Mike? It is. Yeah, I was going to get into that later. So this is a barrel <laughs> pick, um, and so because of that, we're not really going to get there. We, there are no like professionals who actually tasted and smelled this one. So we're kind of just going to have to get a general overview of what others have said about just juke joint in general but yeah so this one is a fairly unique bottle because it's um a barrel pick yeah cool. yeah so there you go you guys should feel special although jeff got me the bottle so i do feel special Thank <laughs> I, you was wait, I was waiting for yeah. that <laughs> um <laughs> the jeff so, episode but, but exactly this is a jeff episode and the next one will be too jeff before episode. before we get into the tasting though I wanted to give you guys a very brief and very uneducated lesson on bourbon. So I told you this is apparently uncut and unfiltered. Yeah, what does that mean? So, right, no questions after my explanation because I am certain I won't have answers. But so uncut is what happens with bourbon. Oftentimes it is diluted with water by the distiller before they bottle it to lower the proof. And so that did not happen in this case. And then, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, exactly. That's why one twenty three point three. Yeah, and then unfiltered is that <clears throat> bourbon is sometimes chill filtered mm-hmm. when it's um, pulled from the barrel, and that's to get sediment and impurities out of it. I think so. It looks um, nice and clear, but. Overall, I think the point of uncut and unfiltered, which I, I think a decent amount of bourbons do, but I think the point of it is that they think that you'd be experiencing the full flavor from the bourbon. Yeah, I think so, mm. too. It doesn't look cloudy, I think, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there you go. I just ed- educated you and all those listeners out there. Well, educated. educated. Yeah. Good. Good. Feel Are you guys synapses connecting. I know. Honestly, it was just, it's been too much talking. Are you guys ready to uh, just start diving into this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So, <clears throat> in looking at the, I think the packaging's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's a classic bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I think the labeling's really cool, though. 
I think so. It kind of seems though like it should be from Nashville, not Memphis. But no, that's a good point. Oh, the Blues from Memphis? Maybe, maybe that's true. I don't know. Actually, that does make sense. (laughs) I don't know. We need an education on Tennessee. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I think I drove through Memphis once. Yeah, I think I said it was like the shipping, the boxing capital of the world, or something like that. It's got FedEx there, right? Oh, Oh, there you go. That that explains it. Yeah, Yeah. with brown. So the back of the bottle actually says that's UPS. <laughs> it says distilled in Kentucky and bottled in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's bright blue and has gold music notes all over it. It's definitely eye catching. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a decent bottle. All right. You ready to. Did you guys already pour the whiskey? Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Well, Jeff will have to add sound effects. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah. Oh, no, that's me drinking it. <laughs> Perfect. It's um, as for the color, it's a pretty light amber color. Yeah, it's pretty light for something that's 123 proof. But yeah, then again, there's no age statement, so I guess it's not going to pick up all those colors mm-hmm. from the barrel. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Yeah, that's a great point because that is exactly what turns it darker. So I have no idea. Does it say how how old it is at all? Like how long? It's Mike, wait. I mean, <laughs> Andrew, weren't you listening? No. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought I was, but <laughs> no, it does say um, a minimum of three years, but I think all bourbon has to say that. Huh. Did you guys really already say that? Hmm. I said no age statement. Oh, no age. <laughs> Dude, honestly, <laughs> though, leaving that in. I, I, I am not shocked that you Andrew wasn't out. listening. Because, like, honestly, I, th- I rambled for a very long time. No, 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 uh, no, no. I was, uh, I was. Who's your Frankly. real friend, Mike? <laughs> well, you gave me the booze, so clearly. That's, that is true. Andrew didn't give you anything. No, I did not give you any of these. Did you guys get this on the trip to, that we went on or just something else? No, I got Another this time. at uh, Haven. Well, I guess it's Burns' uh, uh, wine shop. Oh, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, right. Elvis is from Memphis. That's really what I was looking up. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. I, maybe he would have drank this. I don't know. Is that his guitar? Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. So, yeah, maybe that is. Maybe it is an O-Tel. I don't think so. All right. You guys ready to smell? Yeah. Yes. Well, Pensive it definitely Carol. smells. That, yeah. I was going to say it smells boozy, but I actually do think I get some yeah. vanilla and caramel. Yeah. You know, for something that's 123 proof, it doesn't smell like rubbing alcohol. Per se. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not terrible. No, it's not overpowering. Yeah, yeah, I, I smell vanilla, burnt sugar, mm-hmm. yeah, like an apple pie. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Get that wheel out there, Andrew. <laughs> no, I'm not doing the wheel today. Oh, did the, we uh... shame you out of it? You did. <laughs> good. <laughs> I actually think we should all get one. It, it might improve us. Mm. Birthday presents coming up. Although Jeff's got, Jeff has good descriptions like apple pie, for instance. Although I said yeah. cotton candy once. That's pretty good. And chocolate, right? Coffee. Yeah, those are good ones. But we don't smell that in this one. No. No, no, no. All right. You guys ready to taste? Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tastes oh, like that a higher like... proof. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was... Definitely uh... taste the booze. Yeah, that definitely tastes like... 
like straight vanilla coming into your mouth. <laughs> um, yeah. Subsided vanilla, actually. But uh, yeah, nice and, nice and delicious. Yeah, That's what I say. It's very boozy, but <clears throat> I do. There's like this, I don't know, like in the middle of it, there's like a brightness that's, and I think it is like honey or sugar, maybe. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. you know, that burnt honey that, or that burnt sugar I smelled is really coming in there. Definitely caramel, caramel, caramel notes in there. Mm-hmm. And it stays around on your tongue, too. It doesn't, it doesn't burn, though. No. It's, it's very smooth. It kind of reminds me of that 1920. Is that the one yeah. we had a while well, ago? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, old Forrester. Oh, yeah. High proof, very smooth tasting. Mm -hmm. This is actually really, really good. Glad I bought it for you, Mike. I'm glad you bought it for me, too. It is. (laughs) I mean, I definitely, I don't know about you guys, I do taste or feel the booze a lot. Yeah. But, and I I do agree that the the finish does linger. Andrew, do you think it's kind of sweet? Because I think we all thought. And I do think this one is pretty sweet. And I think we all I, thought 1920 was sweet. I do. I think it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It has this yeah. sweet touch. Like like Jeff said, it's got that like burnt sugary caramel type taste. Absolutely. We, yeah. Yeah. And there's a little spice at the end, but, you know, not as much as I thought because of the, the high proof. It's not too much of a kick. Do you think that you could drink this straight or do you think you'd add water or ice to it? I wouldn't cut it with anything. I thought oh, yeah. I'd add some ice. It's just but the, it's good, though. Just use the term that you taught us. That's right. I, I got the reference. Thanks. <laughs> you did great. <laughs> um, let me... <clears throat> let's go to what some of the pros say about it. Okay. Or at least about Blue Note in general. Okay. You finishing? So... I am not finishing. I feel like if I take a big swig of this, I won't be able to talk for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so Breaking Bourbon says caramel, vanilla, maple, and then just traditional bourbon aroma. And I kind of think that's what we said, right? We all said caramel, um, vanilla. I think, Andrew, you said vanilla uh, smell, I'm sure. And so, yeah, I guess this is just the typical uh, bourbon smell. So we, we crushed it. And then for the palate, they said warm cinnamon, vanilla, nutmeg, and thick oily mouthfeel. Oily. Mm, I'm not getting oily. I get that mm. it feels thicker, though. I do get that. Mm-hmm. Vanilla. Jeff said vanilla. They didn't. They didn't come out with the caramel. Hmm. Hmm. Who's this group again? This is Breaking Bourbon. Hmm. I use them a lot to look at it. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're pretty good. And then the finish, they said spice, rich vanilla, oak, orange, and slightly oh. dry. I have to drop oak. that oak in there. Yeah. It should always be oak. Always. Uh, yeah. But it was good. So I don't know. I think we are just fairly close to this. But again, it's certainly not the same one that we're drinking. That's right. Yeah. And that's, that's probably what the, the single barrel is. That could be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, it's not our fault. <laughs> no. <laughs> More like bourbon intermediates than uh, bourbon beginnings at this point. That's at this point for sure. Yeah. The next one I'm reading is from th- this. This is from the Bourbon Culture, and the article is like far too long for me to figure this out. Yeah. Okay, 
They're, they can chat GPT summarize articles. They can, yeah. We should ask them to summarize their visit an expert. Oh, yeah. Chat GPT. This is a bit of a tangent, but like <laughs> it, it changes everything. It helped. Like I had to write like two provisions for me in a contract. Like, oh, that's awesome. We yeah, have should we own. leave that part in? Yeah, we could do that. Uh, I'm not saying which client it was for <laughs> or when I did it. <laughs> what? Um, <clears throat> all right. So back to urban culture. That mm-hmm. tangent allowed me to finally find what they wrote in this 30-page article. Because you use ChatGPT. Exactly. They're, they say on the nose, Halloween candy corn, roasted corn, hint of honey, slightly charred wood. Yeah, I like and none of that. WTF that. We did say sweet, though. And I mean, I assume that's what Halloween can well, I mean, vanilla, I mean vanilla corn, corn, I guess. But like candy corn doesn't taste like candy, like corn. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, okay. And then they also say there are hints of cherry and vanilla bean. So, guess, vanilla. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, hmm. On the palate, they say... These, these people have a magazine? I don't really know who these people are. <laughs> the Bourbon Culture. <laughs> It's such a Our, cool name, though. Look, we're going to drive so much traffic to their website. For sure. That's right. They have 46. There's no way that they have 46. But, but now. Okay, so on the palate, they say hot on the tongue with lots of spice and grainy corn. Makes it hard for you to continue holding in your mouth for too long because the heat builds rapidly. Who does that? Yeah, I mean, it, it is very professional. It would be very hard to do that with this. Yeah. Um, they say cherry, mint, warm cinnamon, and tarragon. Tarragon? Was this like a Michelin starred chef rating this? Right. I don't know. Didn't the other people say warm cinnamon too? I don't know what the difference is between warm cinnamon and cinnamon. Um, you ever do the cinnamon challenge? Uh, I did. It, it, I feel like you could die doing that. Yeah, I feel like you could. I never did it. Mm-mm. I had a friend who used to be able to do it, like actually complete it. Well, really? Like kids these days are like killing themselves and they just go back to old cinnamon challenges. I do feel like you could kill yourself doing that too. It was stupid. But yeah, I agree. Um, and then on the finish, they say drying wood, sweet oak spice. Drying wood. No. I feel like these people didn't love it too much. I feel like these people so, didn't rate it. I mean, like they didn't even have it. Yeah. Oh, actually, they do give a rating. They say 5.5 out of 10, so they did not like it. Dang. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, but we can tell you. If we candy corn because... and dry wood. Exactly. I hate candy corn. Um, I'm like putting it in my mouth. Corn? I do sometimes, and then I put it in my mouth to make it look like I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Was the poor worth the price? So, like I said, I think you can get it at total one for like thirty-three bucks ish. Do you guys think it's worth that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, I got, I got it for you, so <laughs> I don't think I paid thirty-three bucks. I think I paid more like forty bucks. Was a single barrel pick, forty to fifty, but maybe a uh, hundred. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, this thing's. I mean, it's a it's a rarity. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, thirty bucks uh, for this, so high proof, very smooth tasting. I mean. Um, I think bourbon beginners had a, I think they liked it more than bourbon, whatever the bourbon culture. 
Yeah, I think so. But I think yeah, thirty bucks is is pretty good for a high proof, smooth tasting one like this. Yeah. What about you, yeah, Andrew? I agree. I agree. I think it's a for that price point. I think it's uh, I think it's worth it. I'd pick it up if I saw it on the shelf. Yeah, I agree. I think it's worth it, and um, I was expecting to not really like it actually because of how boozy it is, but it's good. It's really good. But I like I said before, I do think I'd have to. I'd probably put an ice cube in it or something, mm. but it was good. Um, all right. Well, that is all we have for you guys today. We appreciate you listening and we'll be back soon with another bourbon beginners episode. Bye everybody. Cheers. Cheers.